Jeffrey is a low value man. He doesn't make enough money. He's not happy. He doesn't have a good body. He sees strong, successful men broadcasting their lives to the public and he just doesn't know where to start. Adonis. Adonis seemingly has everything a man could want. The aesthetics, the success, the attraction from women, the respect from men. And yet, Adonis keeps on working. He doesn't even think he's close to being done yet. He knows that life is one long game of progress. He sees Jeffrey struggling with his life and feels a great sadness. So many young men are like Jeffrey. They want to grow up and become successful and move out of their hometowns into the cities of wealth. But they've been raised without father figures. Adonis sits Jeffrey down and tells him about self-improvement and discipline. I'm just a guy in a bathrobe and yet I've somewhat infiltrated the high value men around the world. I've stayed over at Iman Gaji's place, I've been around Mike Thurston's place, I sit around like millionaires and I don't say this to brag, you know there's the term, the wolf in sheep's clothing. I feel like the sheep in wolf's clothing. It's not so much that I have imposter syndrome, it's not like oh yeah I shouldn't be here but it's more like two years ago I was on government welfare. My income from the government was £300 a month. I was a full grown adult and my income that I was getting for free from the government in the UK was £300 a month whilst I was trying to build things up myself. Fast forward two years, my company's now set up in Dubai. It's not uncommon for me to go out for like dinner, you know, this group chat or whatever, we all go out to dinner. There's a new person there who's very successful who makes £50,000 per month or more. There's people there talking about their like net worth and you know, all these big words, bro. <laughs> I think the reason why I'm here is because of the plan that I put myself on a few years ago. That plan came exactly true. And so I'm going to walk you through the exact same plan. And if you're willing to sacrifice, if you're willing to put in the work, I believe you can get to a significantly better life in all areas and become that stereotypical high value man. When you think of high value man, that term is, you know, it's rising in popularity. You think of men who are successful, in shape, confident, good with women. They live in like, you know, some nice city apartment and everything, right? I think you can achieve that in a few years, but with one caveat. You have to be willing to sacrifice that dopamine that you get from the one hour of video games per week, that you're sure that you only play one hour per week when objectively it's more like six. If you're from the UK, then you've got to be willing to sacrifice those binge drinking nights with your friends. You've got to be willing to sacrifice a lot of things and a lot of people aren't. There's a quote from Andrew Tate that I like, which is, the number one thing that you can do as a man is just get your life in order. Just be the strongest, most honorable, best version of yourself. So here is the plan, the steps of becoming a high value man, increasing your SMV and creating that kind of life that you do see in you know some of the influencers you may follow. Step one is to build up the foundation. Now you probably thought we were gonna talk about money and getting girls and stuff. Those things can be nice, but we need to have the right foundation to begin with. And I wouldn't spend time in this video, you know, like viewer retention's dropping every second. Like I wouldn't spend time in this video if this wasn't 10 out of 10 important. You need to have a solid base foundation that comes only from your mind. Most men's minds are so weak, so self-deprecating that they can't hope to achieve any level of good success. You can't hope to even get a promotion in the next few years. You can't hope that that business that you're trying right now that you haven't really made progress in, you're, bro, you're not going to do anything with this. You can't hope to stay on this diet or to be disciplined. You know why? Because your mind may be weak. And how do you know if your mind is weak? Well, if you've never actually tried to really improve your mind, it probably is weak, isn't it? Just like the guy who's never been to the gym before, he doesn't need to test his strength. If you've never trained your strength before, then you know that you're probably weak. Most men have never trained their minds before. And yet this is probably your greatest ally. This is your greatest asset. You could have 
a Bugatti, you could have a Lamborghini, all, all of this like fancy stuff. But the thing is, your greatest asset will always be your mind. So you wanna know what step one of this entire process of becoming a high value man is. Improve your mental health and become disciplined. I have a full mental health guide on my channel. I highly recommend, even though it's not clickbait and it's not as sexy and you know, let's just talk about money and girls and stuff. Trust me when I say, if you don't go through a period of improving your mental health first and becoming mentally strong, you will not hope to achieve any of this. And you know what's kinda nice? You'll keep watching my videos like a Jeffrey. For years and years and years, you'll keep watching my videos because they give you a sense of satisfaction and productivity, which is nice for me because I'm making money and yet I'm disappointed because you come here to actually learn and improve. But if you don't start with your mind first, you will get absolutely nowhere and you deserve to get nowhere. I can't tell you enough to heed this advice. You must start with your mind. You've tried to do the real world thing so far. You've tried to go to the gym, you tried to study harder and you've always struggled with those because your mind is weak. Go watch the full mental health guide. It's completely for free. The second part of the plan is fitness. It's time to bring up your physical body, your physical strength, your physical fitness and your physique. The reason why this is number two before everything else we're gonna talk about girls and money and stuff because you can do this for free. You Sometimes you don't need to spend any money but let's say a gym membership is $30 a month, $40 a month and that's one of the greatest investments you'll ever make in your life. You can do this as a young man who's got nothing else going for him if you just get consistent into the gym doing some kind of resistance training that will build muscle, your life will change significantly. You can be a guy who wants to go for a career or a guy who wants to keep studying for another 10 years or a guy who wants to build a business or even a guy who doesn't even mind being broke. Any personality, any kind of career field, anything like this, either way, building some more muscle and being at a low body fat percentage is going to do wonders for your life, your confidence, the respect that you get from men, the attraction that you get from women. Building an aesthetic body, which is one that has a fairly good amount of muscle mass, but then it's also lean enough that you have this like V taper in your upper body is scientifically proven to be one of the most important things when it comes to actually looking good and to attract women. Your body, your fitness, and your physique may be the second greatest asset that you'll ever have in your entire life, second only to your strong mind. If you've been watching my videos for a while, you're probably around this stage where you've started to, you know, do some of the mental health practices. You've been maybe meditating and journaling and you've been going to the gym. So you've already seen like such a good progress in your life. Every time I see one of the boys and they're like, whoa, you Hamza, you know, we start speaking about self-improvement. And I always ask the same question. I say, okay, what is the biggest win that you've had so far since you've been watching the videos? And it's always, always, always about fitness. That's like the thing that just makes young men so proud of themselves. Because if we think about the opposite side of this, having a weak, flabby, skinny, fat physique, as much as all these, you know, the soft people of the world who, who think that we're evil, misogynist type of guys, as much as they all say fat positivity, bro, there's nothing positive about being fat. When I was skinny fat, I felt horrible. Every young man that I speak to who tells me, look, here's a progress picture, I lost 20 kilograms. They always say that they felt horrible listening to the conventional advice that you should love yourself at every size. Nope. If you're a masculine man, no. This may be one of the first times you've heard this. If you're a masculine man, you're not supposed to love yourself if you've been lazy. You're actually supposed to feel incredibly negative about it. This modern world, this weak modern world, all of the weak people around you, they want you to smile as you eat another donut and say, yeah, well, I love myself at every size. But they don't understand that you simply can't. That those times when you've looked in the mirror and you're disappointed by what you look like because you know you haven't been disciplined enough. You can't just delude yourself into positive thinking and think, yeah, well, actually, I'm really sexy. If you remember fat positivity and you've got to love yourself every uh, self-care day. <laughs> no. If you're trying to become more and more masculine, understand this. You will only feel happy about yourself. You will only feel loving towards yourself if you know that you've been putting in that work. Your amount of self-love is totally equal to the amount of good work that you've put onto yourself. Never slack, especially, especially, 
especially with your physique, because that is a physical indicator. The thing is, you cannot check your grades, you know, in school. You could maybe not go check your business, and you know, oh, it's the weekend, so you're not in your workplace, fine. But your physique is always visible. Every single time you go to the bathroom, you are hit with this level of accountability. Like, remember all those choices that you made in the last six to 12 months with your diet, your training? Well, here you are. No excuses, no, no other circumstances. The choices that you made in the last six to 12 months, maybe a little bit longer, here you are. So if you don't see a strong, chiseled looking man in the mirror, you messed up somewhere. And if this hurts your feelings, good. It's about time someone did hurt your feelings in this very soft, politically correct world. You wanna know how I got here? How I got consistent? How I surprisingly got consistent in building my physique? Because I, I was genuinely a really lazy kid. It was when my friends body shamed me. It was when one day we're in the locker rooms and they come up to me as if they've all had like a talk between themselves. Hamza, we've decided that you're the most fat one out of all of us. Now that's embarrassing. Imagine your friends come over. We've decided that you're the most fat one out of all of us. I wasn't a really nice person at this time. So I pointed to the other fat kid. I was like, no, he's, he's fat. And I mean, look at him. Like, you know, I'm just like being defensive and stuff. And I swear, still objectively, bro, the other kid was fatter, but it hurt my feelings. It hurt my feelings. Of course it did. But what do you think I did when I got home? You think I was still going to go for that packet of crisps or the chocolate bar when I got home after I'd just been body shamed by my friends? No, bro, I want you to body shame me. If you see a picture of me out of shape, you know, like, let's say updated, you know, let's say I've been slacking for some reason, right? If you see a picture of me and I've gained body fat percentage and I don't even look like I'm very muscular, bro, please, please body shame me. I would be so grateful if you did that to me because at least for me, it's been so entirely valuable and life-changing because sometimes you need that harsh slap of reality. The second and incredibly important part of becoming a high value man is your aesthetic body. It's building a body like those Greek gods, you know, those marble sculptures, which just look so chiseled. Literally just look at those pictures of those, like, you know, they've got like those Greek god mythology and everything and they literally look like so lean, so chiseled, aesthetic vitae. But I want you to imagine if you genuinely had a physique like that, that you literally woke up and your skin was tight against your muscles, that you were genuinely around 10 to 12% body fat. You know, sometimes you see, you know, if you're a younger guy and you've been on like TikTok or something, you see like that TikTok boy guy who he's not like incredibly muscular. He's not like some big bodybuilder, but he's got a pretty good level of muscle mass and he's really lean enough that that looks incredibly, incredibly attractive. And straight away, no matter what you think about, you know, TikTok boys or anything, the thing is you can't help but to respect a guy who actually looks like he's like chiseled. Decent amount of muscle mass and then lean. Building your physique is something that you should start as soon as possible and something that you should imagine that you're still going to be doing 50 years from now. It's a lifelong journey. Then we get to the third part of the plan, which is how you're going to make money. So you're currently studying in school or maybe you're in a career or maybe you're developing a business. Either way, whatever avenue you want to choose to make money, this is the point now where we start to put some more mental effort into the money and finances part of our life. And specifically, I'm not talking about trying to you know, save up $1,000 this year or anything cute like that. At this young age, 100% of your mind when it comes to money is only about increasing your income. Don't let any of these scammers, you know, these financial gurus fool you when they tell you about saving money is the best route to wealth and index funds and all this investing in, no, no, no. There's only one real way to make a good amount of money. And it's so common sense that it's gonna seem silly that I'm saying it. Well, to make a good amount of money, you have to make more money. No one became a millionaire by saving money or if they did, they're like 60 years old. What was the point? He's been penny pinching, not tipping the waitress, not taking his woman out on dates and stuff because they wanna save $7. Come on, man. That kind of lifestyle has always bothered me and, and this advice I've seen online because the reason why, you know, all these financial gurus will tell you, yeah, yeah, saving money is so important, guys. Uh, it's because it really appeals to the peasants around the world when they hear, oh, okay, the reason why I'm not a millionaire is because I spent that $3 on coffee three years ago. Ah, because if I put that into index funds and if the stock market went up by 700%, then yeah, oh yeah, I would have been a millionaire. Oh man, yeah. Okay, I'll bear that in mind next time. What people don't want to hear is, yeah, in 
increase your income. It's as simple as that. If you want to make 100K this year, well, you need to increase your income till you're making 100K. You're not going to make 100K by saving $1,000 per month this year, are you? It sounds so silly that I have to say this, but at this point, especially when you're young, focus entirely on increasing your income. And the great goal to reach for is $10,000 per month. That is very, very high. I believe that's like top 1% of the entire world. But that being said, there's a lot of people who are stupider than you, who are lazier than you, who are making 10K a month. Per percentage of people, yeah, it's very small. But when you actually think of the number of people, when I like speak to people, it's like, it becomes kind of like a normal metric. 10K a month is like a very good goal to reach for. The thing is you might be in disbelief right now and you might say, no, 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 that's too high. I'll change this goal. The thing about setting a goal in terms of how much money to make is that if you don't set a goal for it, you will never reach it. Setting goals is this magical process that a lot of people don't take too seriously. I promise you, if you don't set a goal for it, it is very unlikely that you will reach it. And yeah, if you follow the simple two-step process of achieving a goal, which is one, set the goal and two, sacrifice so much to achieve that goal, then within two to 10 years, you will. Because think about it, $10,000 a month, you would be happy with that 10 years from now, right? You know, some guys wouldn't be, some guys have got way more aspiration than that. But let's say for that, you know, the average guy, the average person is still not going to be making that even if they work for 20 years, right? So imagine telling yourself, okay, I've got two years, five years, 10 years to get to the point where I'm making $10,000 a month. Is that possible? Yes. Yes, it is. Set that goal, no matter what your career is, no matter what you're studying right now, your business, and your brain will just automatically start to just figure these things out. And this, I think, is a huge difference between the guys who, you know, they make an okay amount, 2K a month, 3K a month, but then they're always behind on the bills. They've always got this extra stress. They're always trying to like penny pinch and save money compared to the guy who's like essentially just feels like he's balling. He can go to fly off to pretty much any country. He can get like some fancy villa on Airbnb and not think too much of it. Like the first 10K a month is absolutely magical for what it does to your life. I've told my friends actually that after 10K a month, like when we're not at 100K per month, but we're not far from that anymore. And what I've realized is above 10K a month, not that much changes apart from how much you're sacrificing. It's like, yeah, I can still give money to my family. Yeah, I can still go book some Airbnb. Yeah, this is an Airbnb that I booked without really like, you know, caring about the, yeah, it's nice. But it's like nothing really changes apart from now I'm like sacrificing my life and my, my family and my relationships for it. So you probably don't want to get that severe, but to get to 10K a month, you don't actually sacrifice like as much as you think there is. Of course, like, you know, you have to focus, you have to work, you have to work really hard. You have to put in the hours and the discipline and you can't be going to get drunk or high every you know few days or anything, of course. But like, that's actually a good thing for you anyway. And this now step four is where it gets very interesting. And this is the point that I've just got to, which is environment and network. So I want you to think if you follow the first three steps, the one, you've got a strong mind. Two, you've got a strong aesthetic body that gets you the respect of men, the attraction of women. And three, you've started to make a good amount of money. Most guys watching this right now are not going to be here. You're probably around two or three right now, aren't you? But it's very important for you to just understand what's going to happen at step four, because this is where everything gets put onto the fast track. It is your environment. It is the network that you have of the people around you. Here is the thing. Before you get to this stage, your network is not going to be that great. Network just refers to the people around you. When you're a young guy, your network is trash. Literally, your network is like that other skinny fat kid from your high school that you're, you've been playing video games with. Then you get onto self-improvement. And usually what happens when a young man gets onto self-improvement, he takes a step back from his Jeffrey friends because there's just not that much to relate with them anymore. Then you start to get somewhat lonelier and lonelier. Then maybe you meet another guy on self-improvement and he's doing some good things. And then you realize the power of actually having other friends who are on a good path because this other guy starts to hold you accountable for the gym. This other guy is going to the gym, whether you come today or not. And so if you're going to skip today, you feel kind of bad because you're like, wait, he's still going out. I feel like a wimp now. So only when you've made a good amount of progress in your self-improvement journey is when you actually see the importance of network and the people that you have. And then when you get to a level when you're actually making a good amount of money and you really 
relocate and you move out of your hometown, this may be a few years in the future for you right now, right? But it's so important for you to just hear what it's like because when I moved out of my hometown, I, I lived in Warrington in the UK. I moved all around the world last year. I was in Thailand and Mexico, Greece, Amsterdam. And you know, I went to a bunch of different places at least for a few days, if not for a few weeks, for a couple of months. And when I finally came here to Dubai at the end of last year, you know, this is perhaps one of the best cities in the world if you want to come and you want to make a lot of money and you want to be surrounded by other guys who are really successful. One by one, almost every single day, I'm meeting another successful guy. There's been times now when we'll all get together for a dinner. There's like 11 guys who I really like. We're all good friends now. And they're actually like really like high up guys. Like they've all got good businesses. They're all actually like really wholesome guys. They all come to the gym and really train hard. It's like, well, just suddenly I'm surrounded by a bunch of killers. It's like, I'm actually surrounded by a bunch of guys who are actually like me. And now I've got accountability, bro. Like, let's go get more success myself. At this stage, once you've been making a good amount of money, you should start to really think about where you want to move, which will help you towards your goals. Move to a city where the people are actually wealthy, successful, and hardworking. And I came to Dubai. I set up a company here. So I contacted another YouTuber named Wealthy Expats. His name's Raphael. And I've become actually really good friends with him as well. So I contacted him, went through his process, got the package to like, you know, relocate myself and my employee, Sam, here. So we set it all up, got the credit cards, business cards, everything set up. And now we have 0% tax. I'm a resident of one of like the fastest developing cities of the entire world, the safest city of the entire world. And I'm not going to live here full time around the year because I'm getting into like fighting and Muay Thai this year. So I'm going to go fly off to Thailand for a few months and go train in the camps there and everything. But this is always where my business is going to be set now because you might not be there just yet. But trust me, pretty much every guy who becomes successful does eventually consider the thought of moving to Dubai because it's just the place that you go because it's 0% tax, it's safe, everything, right? 0% tax doesn't mean a lot to a lot of people. But when your business is making more than 10K a month, it actually starts to equal out to quite a large amount of time. So Raph has like this company that helps people set up here. I went through that process. And the reason why I mentioned it is because he's got his own YouTube channel where he talks a lot about Dubai. And then he has like the funnel where if you are a successful businessman and you do want to get like, you know, just completely set up here, then you can consider that. So I've got the Wealthy Expat YouTube link and there's a bunch of videos, which is just a lot better than mine at explaining potentially the move to Dubai. So I binge watched a lot with my friend, my employee, Sam as well. You know, we were considering, okay, where do we move? I was in London before this and you know, London is trash. Honestly, that's that's the word I've got to say for it. London's just disgusting. When I went from London to here to see how different it is, there's no crackheads on the street. There's no rubbish on the street. There's no graffiti on the walls here. Literally, there's no graffiti. There's no beggars. There's no nothing. London is literally like a third world country at this point. It just smells. Like I literally moved to London thinking, okay, that's where I'm going to live. And I was incredibly disappointed by it. And then when I discovered this guy's videos and he's hyping up Dubai, is it really, you know, his videos, like, is it really 0% tax? It is. And here's the rules. And you know, here's another thing in Dubai. And here's the, what's the dating life in Dubai. And I'm watching all these videos. I was like, man, this is actually really, like, I've got to consider this. And I know he's watching this, Raph. I really appreciate the work you've done for me. We've become good friends as well. But like, honestly, he's become like a really good friend of mine now, the wealthy expat YouTuber. And I think that's one of the beauties of moving to an environment like this. Literally within a mile is a guy who pretty much does a very similar business to you, who is quite successful, who has a good personality, who goes to the gym, is quite disciplined. This is the place you come to to network. And I can't believe I've only been here for about six weeks, seven weeks. And I've already got like a group. Like, I've, I've actually got like a good group. We've met up for a party, a poker night, a big dinner, a big steak like dinner. Today, we're all going to go to Abu Dhabi and go see the big mosque over there. And it's, you know, I'm incredibly grateful to be surrounded by not only just, you know, other guys who are nice, but quite frankly, other guys who I respect, who I can see are genuinely successful. Once you get to step number four of this plan, I don't know what's next, but I'm very, very happy and grateful for the progress that I've made here and being able to just be surrounded by these kinds of guys. And, you know, I've been in Dubai for just a little while, but like every two, three days, there's another offer. There's another 
another invite. Oh bro, come do this. New podcast over here, new interview over here. This guy wants to meet you. Let's go skydiving with him. Let's go to this dinner place with him. It's like when you've built up that level of success and you're around other people who have, you start to feel like that high value man. Go have a look at the Wealthy Expat YouTube channel that'll pop up once more if you are somewhat interested in the move to Dubai, which you might not be just yet. But trust me, if you are going to become successful in the future, there is a point where you're going to weigh it up. So go click that link right now. Do the hard work, especially when you don't feel like it. Mwah.